welcome back to another episode of the Career Empowerment Podcast, where we share forward-thinking leadership perspective, inspirational success stories, and actionable executive job search and customer acquisition tips to help you take control of your career. My name is Kyle Gantos. I'm the founder and CEO at meetyourgig.com, and I believe everyone is happier when you love your work and the people you share it with. Since 2015, our innovative online training has empowered over a thousand purpose-driven business leaders with the competitive advantage, confidence, and connections to maximize career fulfillment. My goal for this podcast is to help you do the same. In this episode, we discuss how to create dream executive level jobs and consulting gigs by helping people grow their business. Part interview, part case study, we're going to dive into this potentially life-changing topic with Alex Welk, who's a strategic planning, business optimization, sales, and customer success executive who just secured a $250 an hour consulting gig, compelled two emerging businesses to explore creating VP level roles around his specific skill set, and potentially broker a nine-figure strategic partnership, all while working full-time and balancing a growing family. As far as I know, Alex is a human being just like you and me, so how did he do it? Take a listen. So uh, my name is Alex Welk, um, based in the, uh, the Atlanta, Georgia area, um, in, industrial engineer by trade, um, and kind of run an operations, process improvement, um, you know, balance of strategy and execution uh, role throughout my career. Um, and, uh, you know, I found, found Kyle, um, as he mentioned, several months ago. I think um, I had probably the right mindset and tenacity to go out and, and find something new uh, that I desired. But... Um, you know, it, it took kind of getting engaged with Meet Your Gig to really kind of flip my process on its head um, for, for me to go and, and really truly cast a wider net um, and be a little bit more efficient in my search. And boy, has it um, paid off in terms of the production and, and results I've gotten in that short time window. Well, and uh, excited to, to dive into that specifically today. And, uh, you know, I think a recurring theme here is going to be that uh, for anyone listening out there, this I want you to really pay attention to Alex's mindset. Um, as he mentioned, he he already you know had the vision before, um, and I, I, it's so important if if whatever it is for you, for anyone listening out there, whenever that light bulb goes off and you say, you know what, I deserve something better, I, I want something more. Um, if you've got that and you can harness it, everything we're about to talk about is is going to fuel your execution. And so, um, Alex, before we kind of get into the how, I, I would love to maybe just spend a, a moment or two. You mentioned you had the drive, you had the ambition, but maybe just didn't have the toolkit or the, the specific process. In your mind, before Meet Your Gig, uh, how did you perceive, you know, how one creates opportunities or how one finds a better job or how one, you know, goes about the the, the whole job search process. Uh, how did you view the world at that time? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, in short, I think I, I was probably, and in retrospect now, um, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? But, um, I mean, I was, I was probably lost, it's is, is fair to say. Um, I knew I had a great background, a great skill set, tons of value to deliver, um, but I was kind of in the rat race of, of the recruiting game, right? I was, I was out there kind of applying for, for jobs, talking to people, um, but really kind of, you know, hunt and peck on the keyboard to find something and then sit around and wait, and, you know, hope somebody's going to call. And that's just not a, a recipe for, for success um, and the efficiency factor, um, you know, not a, not a ton of results um, over, a, you know, a fairly extended period of time, um, you know, kind of out there finding my way through as best as I could. And, you know, I hadn't done it in probably, you know, eight or nine years. Um, so, you know, going back to it, I, uh, it was unfamiliar territory and, and context to begin with um, after nearly a decade. But um, I was just kind of hunting and pecking and, and hoping something would work out, quite honestly. Well, and I, I think that's, that's kind of the, that, that's, that's the common way to do it. I, 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 I want to ask you, one, maybe the, the question that I, I got to imagine that, that 
at some point during our call today, somebody's going to be listening and going, "How did? When did the light bulb go off? How did the light bulb go off? What what was it that happened, or what was it? What was going on in your mind to be able to say, you know, because I, I think a lot of people, what you just described, a lot of people feel that way, kind of think that way, but very few people actually, and I don't know how what word to use, very few people like wake up and go, you know what, what I'm yeah. doing is not working. You know, maybe there's a better way, and, you know, maybe I do have this uh, versatile background. Maybe I have accomplished some amazing things. I haven't had to look for a job in eight years. Like, I've got a lot to offer. How did you go from where most people may be in that position, every day they're, they're – they're they're more focused on well I don't I shouldn't have to do this I shouldn't have to do this whereas somehow you were able to mentally escape that and go well why wouldn't I do this I, I need to do this so w- what went on in your mind how did what was it a mathematical equation was it a, a, a feeling <laughs> that you had how, how did you come to that I'm ready to do something smarter yeah I mean I think I think at its core just just brutal self honesty right. Um, you know, looking yourself in the mirror, um, maybe even literally <laughs> and certainly figuratively to say, um, you know, if I continue at this pace, right, um, knowing I have a lot to offer, but I mean, this is going to take, you know, this could take another, for, for the type of opportunity um, and the profile of, a, of an executive role that I'm looking and searching for, I mean, this, this could be another six months to a year, right? And, you know, quite honestly, I, you know, I, I couldn't wait that long. Right. So I think, you know, maybe, maybe some personal circumstance and fear around, Hey, new family, uh, new budding family, um, right. Little ones at home. And, um, you know, we're, we're tapping into savings and, um, you know, we're doing different things, um, to, to make it financially. Right. But, um, at the rate I was going, I mean, I think there was, there was some fear and some brutal honesty that I had to say, this has to change and there's gotta be a better way. Well, and I, you know, you bring up a couple good points. You got people who are counting on you. Um, you've got you know responsibilities. You've got some pressure, and it's almost uh, you know what I'm hearing. I relate to as an entrepreneur is you know there's there's been some times in my life when you know it's it's kind of like when you don't have any other choice, all of a sudden it, your commitment level goes through the roof, and you just go, <laughs> oh, I'm going to figure out a way. And it's when you kind of have that. Well, I've got this backup plan, and I've got this other stuff, and then. Maybe we don't find that, but uh, just hearing you describe right. that kind of, um, that's what it reminds me of. And um, yeah. very important because everything that Alex is about to describe all has to stem back to what he just talked about, that, that, that feeling, that vision, that you know, I got to do something. Um, without that, I don't think any of the other stuff is possible because otherwise you get into the trap of saying, I want to do all these things. It sounds good. It feels good for like five minutes, but then when it comes time to actually do it, you, you find an excuse. Um, Alex right. is not an excuse guy and he's got some outstanding leadership. And um, uh, uh, one of the, the, the things that is, I, I think, and, and I'm really interested in getting your perspective on this and we can talk a little bit about how you did it, but, Mm-hmm. There, there, there are opportunities everywhere. I mean, they're all around us. There's, there's startups. There's emerging businesses. There's middle market billion dollar companies in your backyard you've never heard of. There's big Fortune thousand companies that are rebranding, launching new products, uh, mergers, acquisitions, and every one of these organizations consists of people, and the, the, especially the people at the top, they've all got goals. They've all got a vision, and and. You know, it doesn't matter what background, what industry you come from. If you find something you're passionate about and you take time to meet people and you go learn and not go, what's in it for me? You know, do you have a job? How can you help Alex out? But tell me about your business. Tell me what you're doing. What are your goals? Where are you looking to take this thing? What are your challenges? And you, you start to, to just go in and go, I want to help people. I want to solve problems. Then there's so many amazing people out there. There's so many compelling challenges out there. And all of a sudden, this world that maybe a few months ago you looked at and you go, man, no matter what I do, it seems like nobody appreciates and notices me. Then you, you just fast forward. And then now it's, man, there's opportunities everywhere. And I'm, I'm quite literally creating my own market. And I probably for some people that's like, well, how the heck do you do that? Um, And maybe other people are going, man, even if I knew how to do it, I don't know if I'd have the courage to go talk to strangers and go do that. But um, Alex, I, 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 
I'm sure there's a million things that come to mind for you, whether it's how you did it, the mindset, uh, maybe things you were surprised at, but just to kind of give you a blank canvas, how, how did you go from where you were to where you are right now? And, and of course, we'll talk about the position you've created for yourself. Sure. No, absolutely. I, I, I think it begins with, with, with trusting the process, right? And, and that starts at the very beginning of, of really developing a world-class premier um, of product, you know, in the form of a value proposition and in the form of um, a truly distinguished um, resume product, a, a LinkedIn profile, um, a concise and compelling elevator pitch that, um, to your point, everything's an opportunity, right? And, and when I get into some of what I've been up to, um, in fact, just starting a new gig this past week, um, I was prepared for the right moment and the right opportunity. Had I not taken those steps at the onset um, of the process and trusting the process, I would not have been in the position. Um, and I'll get into some more detail later about kind of how that happened. But um, trusting the process early on, and I knew I was building something special as we, as we worked through. Um, I knew it was, was probably at a level, um, despite my talents, I think, um, that, that I probably would have ever reached on my own, that I know I would have never reached on my own. Um, but, but from building that product, um, I think the light bulb went off when I really put it into practice and, you know, executing some of the, the strategies and tactics that allowed me to, um, you know, to use, I, th I think, one analogy that I really love from, from some recent marketing material that, that, that I've seen of, of Meet Your Gig and is, is kind of the analogy of, of hunting in a river with a spear, um, right? And that, that's kind of how most people um, hunt. And, um, you know, changing that outlook to how do I cast the widest, deepest net that I can, right? And then kind of sort through the opportunities that are the right fit for me. And once I had that product um, and put it into action and followed a number of the, the, the strategies and tactics, um, that net started to fill up and, and quicker than I would have ever um, guessed or imagined. And uh, it, it really wasn't rocket science, right? It was, it was executing um, and executing consistently day in, day out, week in, week out, um, and creating, creating those leads and filling the net. And that's, that, that's really to date all I've done, but nothing but um, traction and pretty compelling results in a, in a short period of time have, have happened since, since I started trusting the process and executing. Well, and, and I think you bring up something that's very, very important. Um, one of the things, you know, of course, given what I do, I'm, I'm probably more aware of this than, than most people who are kind of, you become aware of it when you need to, you know, find a job. But there are, one of the things that is very important about the process that Alex is mentioning is, is that he built, his value proposition. There were resources, there were some guidelines, there was a process to follow that were quality assurance checkpoints, but building that world-class product himself, um, you know, and, and there's a lot of people you can go pay to write a resume for you, write a LinkedIn for you, but you're the one who's got to go meet people. You're the one who's got to go solve their problems. You're the one who's got to demonstrate that you're, you know, in a, you, I love using that word, product. Your product is their solution, and you can't just go in there and say, well, I've got a great product. Are you ready to buy? Um, you know, I, I've, got a, I've got a great product. You know, you look at my resume. Are you ready to uh, extend me, you know, uh, $250,000 a year salary and give me the keys to your company? Um, no, you, you can have a great resume, a great LinkedIn, but it's only as powerful as your ability to be able to back it up and also to, to get it to market. Um, and so one of the things Alex is mentioning, the tactics – and we don't necessarily have to go into the specifics of each tactic, but it's casting that large net. So it's build this amazing product, build it yourself, understand it inside and out, understand what you need to communicate to other people for them to hand over the keys to their business for you. They don't just hand it over because you've got a degree. They don't just hand it over because you've got 15 years of experience. They're, you actually got to solve a problem and you got to be able to communicate the value you can create so that they can then go back and you go, like any business investment, if we invest X, we're going to get 10X return. Of course we'll do that. But they got to trust it. And the only way they're going to trust it is for you to build your product, know your product inside and out, get it to market, and then be able to back it up and illustrate based on who I'm meeting with in this room versus that room versus that room, how can my product help you specifically? Um, and when you're able to do that, 
on a massive scale consistently, and I, you know, Alex has done this better than most, then you're going to have opportunities coming to it. And then the next step is qualifying them, filtering it, and not just going, you know what, I'm going to try to make everything fit because I need a job so bad, but it's, I, want, I, want to, I want to find the right fit. And again, I think that's another level of enlightenment, and maybe you could talk a little bit about that, Alex, just you know, maybe roughly over the past few months, how many people have you met? What are some of their titles? Um, uh, you know, what, what, are, what are some of your initial impressions from those discussions? Um, it's, you know, it's very different than here's my resume, do you have a job? Uh, maybe you could just touch yeah. on a few of those things. Who did you meet with? How many people did you meet? And kind of maybe at a high level, what are some of the things you talk about? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I think, um, you know, one, one kind of point, uh, bridging the gap on something, something I think that you said that really resonated with me is, you know, given that there is some urgency and pressure, um, it's a little counterintuitive when you think about how to go into a lot of these meetings and learn about the people, learn about their challenges, start to understand, you know, what do they need to be successful to, you know, either solve a problem or build a solution or grow a business, whatever the task may be, truly understanding and internalizing that and then learning and, and, and internalizing how can I help this person, right? What, what hat have I worn in this capacity that would benefit this situation, help them solve their, their business challenges? And, and there's a bridge you have to go through mentally there, particularly when, you know, you're kind of in the mode of, I really need to find something, right? So you've you got to get into that mindset because that, that's truly when doors started kind of opening and I started getting more traction in a second meeting and, a, a, you know, a third opportunity to say, okay, let's really sit down and talk about this now. It, it was from demonstrating that I understood the problems. I've been there. I've done this. I, I'm, I'm the guy or resource that can come in and help you solve this problem and, and, and do that in a compelling way that gives them the confidence and, and helps you earn the trust early uh, to get in and, and do that. So, you know, as I, I started reaching out to people through my own uh, warm network, um, they started seeking out, you know, professionals with, with titles of, of the types of uh, folks and, 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 um, and positions that I would want to uh, report to, right? So uh, EVPs, SVPs, COOs, uh, presidents, founders, co-founders, et cetera. These are the types of people that I, I, I seeked out, um, you know, as, as I went to kind of try to solicit meetings and get-togethers. And, um, you know, I think when, when you have all these things overlaid and working at the same time, that, that's really when momentum built for me. So, you know, I, I admittedly started probably a little bit slow and, you know, I'd employ one strategy and get a whole set of results, and then maybe the next week I'd layer one on. But by week three or four, as I started doing all the things um, kind of in, in sync and consistently, uh, that, that's really when it got to the point where, you know, I, I easily was at six, eight, maybe even ten meetings uh, in a given week, and I really had to be selective about, you know, what's the best use of my time, right? And that was that was a vast departure from the life I was living you know, four to six weeks earlier where I was kind of sitting around hoping I could get a meeting, you know, sometime in the next three weeks. So um, those are the types of roles that I met with. And, you know, again, I, I really kind of had to turn off the, um, the, the pipe, if you would, and be a little bit selective of, from all the new connections I made on LinkedIn. Who, who were really, where was my time best suited to spend, um, you know, in terms of a target organization, a target type of leader, um, to learn more about and invest my time in them? Um, and, again, that was, that was a vastly different mindset. Yeah, and in speaking of different mindset, um, <clears throat> you know, you you bring up a couple things that I, I think a, a common buzzword is networking or power networking, and um, I, I know there's some people out there, and it, it tends to be kind of your your type A personalities, your extroverted folks, who you know, hey, I'm I'm already networking, you know, I I, I already meet with people regularly, um, but. There's, there's something tactically that's so important here, and especially when it's reaching out to, you know, EVPs, SVPs, COOs, co-founders, founders. Um, when you're reaching out to complete strangers, uh, if you reach out asking for something or saying, hey, let's get together, let's share ideas, let's do that, there's a very fine line, um, and most people are on the wrong side of it because it's all about what's in it mm -hmm. for me. You know, hey, here's my resume, right. or hey, let's get together. Hey, let's discuss some business ideas. And, and, and immediately in that conversation, people may be friendly, but you're not going to get somebody to open up about their business if their first impression of you is, 
this person's in the market, they're looking for a job, and they're here today to see how I can help them. And and that takes, well, to your point, it's not rocket science, but it is, it is a paradigm shift mentally. Um, and then when you add in some of the financial pressure, um, it, it sure. you know it becomes even more challenging. And then there's probably a lot of people listening who are going, man, I'm introverted. That just that sounds uncomfortable. But w- when you approach it that way, um, how how did maybe if you just think about a couple different conversations and maybe the one that led to the gig you had now and and by the way I, th- I think Alex you were working during doing some of this right I was yeah yeah I was absolutely kind of uh, man- managing a bit managing a business that's that's family um, owned and run as well as um, doing kind of some some freelance consulting uh, simultaneous so this was this was kind of a spare time effort um, a lot of the time yes. Yeah, well, and okay, and there's a lot of there's a lot of you listening right now who are working full time, and you know maybe you want to find a better opportunity, and you're going, man, I I don't have time to be meeting with this guy's running a family business, doing consulting gigs, and doing all of this, and so I, I kind of went away from the initial question, but I, I just wanted to to throw that in there because if you want it, and you just make a little bit of time and you're consistent, you can you can create opportunities, but how you do that, and and I want to go back to that question, Alex. The mindset shift of what's in it for me, hey, let's power network, how can we help each other, oh, can you make an introduction to this person for me, and can you go out of your way to help a complete stranger and donate to my employment charity? Um, right. You know, some people may think that works, but it only works when you're in the right place at the right time with the right person, and even if it does work, it's probably not going to be a, a lucrative, compelling, long-term opportunity. It's going to be somebody who's looking to plug a hole right today. Um, and you just right. happen to show up on their doorstep. Talk a little bit about right. the completely different mindset, and this goes along the lines of there are opportunities out there, but if you focus on what's in it for you, you're never going to see them. So how does this process help you be able to actually identify the opportunities and and actually build a market? Yeah, so it's so an interesting story about the gig you you had mentioned, um, you know, that I just started now, which is a which is a consulting project that'll take me through the end of the year. Um, and we we can talk a, a little little bit more about that, but highly lucrative short short period of time. Um, <laughs> it's kind of interesting how this happened. Um, of, of all things, I, I met a, um, a CEO and president of a of a company, kind of in passing, um, at kind of a neighborhood uh, local local eatery slash sports bar. Um, he was there by himself, uh, watching a football game and happened to bump elbows with him. I had, uh, I'd met this gentleman, um, probably a year, year and a half previous. And we had exchanged, we had exchanged information at that time. Um, it was more just kind of a, a casual social thing. I was happy where I was. Um, but, but I came across this individual and, and what I alluded to earlier about being prepared is I knew exactly who he was and I remembered him right away. And um, prior to having just run into him, I, I had done some research on, on the company and, um, you know, understanding what he was really up to these days. Um, but, but more than that, I, I had this finished product and I had quite a bit of practice at that point. Um, you know, some practice that I learned by not doing so great or maybe, maybe stumbling a little bit and tweaking my delivery, right, of my message. But boy, when I saw him, um, there and and we kind of were were introduced again through a mutual friend. Um, it, it, it was a situation where I had everything kind of ready to go, um, and you know with 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 jumping right in. I mean, I, I focused entirely, you know, on his situation, what he was up to, what they were looking to do, um, you know, from a business perspective and and how things were going. And he uh, he was he was very very open. He remembered me. Um, but uh, he, uh, I, I got to kind of his business objectives and some of his pain points, I, I would say within the first 10 to 15 minutes of talking. Um, and, and almost as one of the most natural things that happened in this search, um, the conversation soon transitioned to, so what are you up to these days, Alex? <laughs> and, um, you know, I mentioned some of the things that I was doing, but it, it, was, it was a very natural transition. I went into a, a pretty well-polished and practiced uh, elevator speech, um, and that I kind of riffed a little bit on that relative to the hats. I think would be very helpful in, in some of what I'd learned about his business and some of the challenges they were facing. And I, I would say within a, a 45 minute to hour time frame, um, we had a meeting set up the, the, the following week to uh, to sit down and talk, um, you know, a little bit more of a formal fashion. And um, 
I can go into more detail on that later, but uh, I'd say within a few days, I was connecting with other members of the C-suite uh, within that company and um, had had some great dialogue and conversation. And, um, you know, that really led me to, to this opportunity that I have today that uh, has every potential to grow into a full-time role. But, you know, now I'm helping them on a um, freelance and contractual basis. But, um, you know, again, it's a, it's a great stepping stone and a, a very lucrative opportunity um, both ways. Yeah, and and I and I I do want to build up to that, uh, and and there's even another opportunity, and we'll talk about the power of connecting dots, and we'll we'll get to that here in just yeah. a moment, um, which very powerful, um, and that that takeaway, uh, if you're with us still, then that that's that's going to blow your mind, but uh, I, I think that there is there are there are people who refer to themselves as leaders, and then there are leaders, um, and to me. A, a genuine leader is somebody that doesn't wait and ask and hope for permission for something to happen. So you, we've already talked about all the different executives that Alex reached out to directly. You know, I see on LinkedIn every day people asking me, hey, can you make an introduction to this person? Or, hey, do you know this person? Or, you know, oh, I, I, just reaching out directly, that's a, that's a form of leadership, saying I want something. I'm not intimidated. I'm going to reach out and make it happen. Some people will meet with me. Some people won't. So what? I'm going to spend my time with the people who will. The next thing is, as you mentioned, consistently executing this process is, is there, there are some, we'll call them failures, but really it's just being in different situations, reacting in certain ways, and then learning from that and going, well, what did I learn from that? And how does that compare to the other five people I met with? Did this person really blow me away? This person didn't. I responded this way last time. Maybe I'll tweak this. But because we're meeting with so many people week in and week out, it you learn rapidly. Um, and, you, and the only way you're going to be prepared for that moment when you walk into a sports bar and see a CEO that you met a year ago is, is for you to really be spending time practicing on yourself and building that value proposition and meeting with other people and having those discussions and pretty soon it doesn't take long you get very very comfortable and you get very very polished and you're no different than the person you were six months prior except now you just got the right habits and you're practicing regularly so that when that opportunity presents itself you're there to capitalize on it and then the other form of leadership is being able to solve problems. And there's so many people in our society that, and, and I think everybody's capable of this. Some people are more creative than others, but most of us practice it. And one great way to be able to practice how to identify opportunities is to meet with a lot of people in a lot of different industries, in a lot of different companies, and just get to know them and ask them questions. And so by, by being able to ask those questions, to Alex's point, it doesn't take long, maybe 10, 15 minutes to kind of pinpoint what their pain point is. And until you identify someone's pain point, you could be the most polished CEO on the planet. You've, you've built and scaled and exited three companies. You've made millions of dollars. But if the person you're talking to doesn't know they have a need and they don't know that you can solve it, it doesn't matter how great you are. There's no pain point for you to solve. Therefore, there's no opportunity there. But when you go into it focusing on I'm going to ask, I'm going to scope, I'm going to figure out people, I'm going to get to know them, I'm going to find out what makes them tick, I'm going to learn about their business. It doesn't take long for you to be able to see the opportunities. And then to the last point about leadership is being able to see opportunities, but then being able to create opportunities. And that goes back to knowing your product, knowing that, hey, what hat does this person need me to wear? What stories do I have? What, what can I articulate that will build some trust that not only can I help them solve this pain point, but Here's my process for it. Here's the value I've created doing it. And the next thing you know, Alex is like this unicorn that you, you, you know, you, on the inside of the building, you don't have somebody who's working this hard, who's getting paid. Next thing you know, here's this guy who's going out of his way, who's genuinely interested in your company, going out of his way to try to solve problems and help you grow it and not expecting anything in return. And that's, you know what? That should resonate. That should be that's logical to everybody. But you know how few people execute that? And it just goes to show you that if you're willing to do it, you can create opportunities. And by the way, concurrently, Alex is doing this with many other people. And, and, and in fact, another organization right down the street. And maybe, Alex, you could, you, could, you could talk a little bit about kind of build our way towards how, how the, the phrase connect the dots I, I think Alex sure. is probably the best person I've ever worked with who's quite literally created his own market buzzword and connected the dots 
Um, talk a little bit about what's all going on right now with these two organizations that, you know, you, you're, you're basically the matchmaker, but, you know, you had to earn that. So how, how did that all plan out? Yeah, absolutely. So, so kind of coming off of the, um, you know, the conversation that, that I had with this gentleman and, um, you know, it, it took a few weeks to kind of shape up, but, um, you know, also to, as you alluded to, it was persistence on my part. It was check-ins. It was, you know, putting together a 90-day action plan and demonstrating proactively, not being asked to, but saying, here's what I know about your business. Here's what I heard. Here's how I would frame up a project to come in and help you solve this issue, right? And, and um, I'd say, you know, sending that maybe within a, a week's time, um, you know, I, I was engaged then at that point with, with his CFO, and we were starting to talk about, you know, a, alignment around um, – around an engage a, a, a legal engagement together. Um, can you still hear me okay, Kyle? Yes, I can. Okay, sorry, I'm having some uh, technical difficulties here with my headset. Um, so uh, in, in, in doing that, um, I, I obviously had a, a number of other irons in the fire and um, I had gone on the road uh, on, on another interview that was kind of at, at my initiation with some senior level executives. Um, and uh, then I kind of got ingrained and, and, and met with I want to say somewhere between eight and, and maybe even a dozen uh, folks when I had I'd gone into this, uh, this corporate interview, it was really, I was scheduled with two people. One of them didn't show up, but it led to handoff upon handoff of, Hey, you really need to talk to this gentleman. I think there's, there's something here. He could really help us with where we're at. Um, and, and as I started to think more about it and, and we're still in conversations there as, as to what that might look like, there's not a position today, but, um, I think the wheels are turning on their side of the house to say, how can we, how can we get this gentleman in to, to help us? Because I think there's a ton of, ton of value he can help us deliver. So as these two things are going on, um, and I better understand the scope of this consulting project, um, th there's really some, some phenomenal synergy um, by which I can connect these organizations to help solve a problem and, and generate new business on, on, the, on, the, uh, other, on the part of the other organization. So, um, you know, it, the potential is there uh, where they could help solve this, this situation. Um, you know, I have uh, now a whole new set of network within both organizations. Um, and, you know, one day either in the short or, or, or midterm, uh, it, it may be very well appropriate um, to make an introduction and figure out how I can kind of leverage my relationships with both to, to create um, yet more work, more opportunity, um, and, you know, resulting uh, income, incentive, et cetera, um, to bringing these organizations together. And, um, you know, pr pretty incredible just, just with the irons in the fire and how those things work out. But it was a, it was a matter of, of, of preparation, um, connecting those dots and then being able to seize every opportunity to think, you know, how can I, how can I leverage my relationships here in a meaningful way that can better both organizations? And, um, that's a real, very real uh, opportunity and possibility that's on the horizon uh, that, I, that I'm working right now. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a credit to your leadership. Um, and, and again, all this, the same person, a few months prior, different process. Um, right. Same drive, same drive, not, not, not any more effort required, uh, perhaps even less effort, but less time spent clicking buttons, waiting, hoping, getting frustrated, analyzing, questioning, asking for permission, um, and right. now more time meeting people. And um, it's, you, met, you can obviously kind of do the math here, and Alex has met with dozens and dozens of, of business leaders, uh, many of whom he had no relationship with. Um, and most of those conversations are, are comfortable, they're fun, they're engaging, and you you, you start to realize that there's a lot of great people out there and uh, they've all got dreams and they've all got a vision um, and the ones who I really like and, and the conversations are easy. It's, it's not selling. It's, it's solving. And, and, and even for you sales folks out there, even for you who are trying to land consulting gigs, uh, grow your consulting business, if you're in business development and sales so many people spam. It's all about it's what's the shortest, quickest way for me to get a customer today, and you right. end up getting them, working you know quarter to quarter, quota to quota. You get them only by being in the right place at the right time. But you're missing out on the other 99% of people who you could be building relationships with, getting to know them and their business. And then, you know, if you do it at Alex's level, 
you can actually see opportunities that even people within those organizations may, may not be talking. And now here's somebody who, you know, a few weeks ago was not employed by either organization, but who already can see a, a vision of the future to where these two organizations potentially could work together to grow both of their businesses. Now, how many of you listening are doing that? How many of you listening are even willing to make five hours a week to create opportunities? How many of you are meeting with people and focusing on how can I help them versus how, wh how do I find a job here? Oh, if there's not a job immediately visible, then I'm not going to do any extra effort. How many of you go to interviews and actually put together a 90-day action plan to show them your vision and show them how much you care and how much you're ready to get started versus how many of you just go, okay, interview's done, I'll send them a thank you letter and maybe I'll hear back and, you know, you're sitting playing the waiting game. You're not showing leadership, which means that you're just blending in with the other five or ten people who are doing the exact same thing. And for every 99 of those people, there's an Alex. There's an Alex out there who's going, I'm not afraid to work a little bit harder. I'm not afraid to work a little bit smarter. I'm not afraid to show people that I care. I'm not afraid to build relationships with people that could open up doors years from now because I'm so focused on what's in it for me 24 hours from now. And also to be able to showcase, and by the way, getting practice. There's so many of you who go, well, I'm really well connected. Really? When was the last time you followed up with the people you're connected with? How much do you know their business? Are you prepared to walk in to a sports bar and see a CEO that you met a year ago and be able to have an intelligent conversation about how that person's looking to grow their business? Would you even remember their name? So are you connected or are you engaged with people? And by the way, every time Alex meets with somebody new, he's acquiring more knowledge. He's acquiring more information. For some of you, that might seem like, oh, that's a lot of extra work. That's exactly why Alex is going to be creating opportunities and you're going to be waiting for things to happen. Um, and, and, and so it's, it doesn't require that much extra effort. It just requires to build some habits and be consistent. And um, speaking of doing the little things, none of because it, it's not rocket science. None of this is. It's all. It should all be very logical. But the reason why Alex is in the position he's in, and many of you are hearing this, getting excited, but you may not achieve that same level, is because all the little details. It's the little details that matter. And those details you accelerate your learning when you're meeting with lots of people and you're having different discussions and you're taking knowledge and insights from this industry and then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, you can pair them over with somebody in a completely different space. And all of a sudden you sound really, really smart, but all you're doing is just crowdsourcing wisdom and perspective and intelligence, which allows you to be even sharper the next person you meet. And even if you love where you work, imagine getting outside of your building a few times a month and meeting with different people, all of a sudden you're getting away from that culture that's been ingrained to train you to think a certain way and now you're seeing all these opportunities that can only make you better even if you love your job and your employer. Just doing that a little bit can make you better but you've got to stop thinking what's in it for me and oh my gosh, this is a lot of extra work. That's not leadership. So this is a credit to Alex's leadership and, and speaking of that 90-day plan, um, which by the way, that's a, that's, that's, first off, nobody does it. Uh, second, by doing it, you're actually giving that person a chance to test drive the Alex product. They're getting to see how you think, how you deliver, your communication skills, what your plan is, and who better to go execute that plan than you. By the way, it, it matches up with all of the conversations they've had plus what they saw on paper. Now, everybody else it's, hey, maybe you've got a piece of paper that looks really good. And then maybe you come in and, man, you've got these beautifully rehearsed questions and you've practiced your star behavioral responses, but you still sound like everybody else. What are you actually doing to show me you want to work and grow and believe in my company? And that 90-day plan, Alex, uh, just so for anyone listening out there, it's not just the plan, it's the product and the, the building rapport and meeting people and finding out how can I help them, what can I learn from them, what plan can I develop. But when you go do all that, um, I'd, I'd, at, the, at the risk of asking you a question that uh, maybe makes you uncomfortable, um, what, what was the payoff for you in, in the short term in terms of uh, original offer for this consulting gig versus uh, for just a couple hours of extra work? Um, what, what, was the, what was the ROI for you 
by willing to do some things that other people are not willing to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, point, point blank, it was 50%, 5-0% above their initial offer. So pretty, pretty sizable, um, pretty sizable chunk of change. And well-deserved. Um, and, and so that's not something that, uh, you know, J- Alex just asked for. That, that's something he created value. Um, and, and again, to reinforce this, in that CEO and that, that organization's mind, Alex is not just somebody who can get a consulting project done. If he was, why would you pay him 50% extra? I'd just go hire somebody else for the same rate. But because he went above and beyond, because he articulated the value he's going to create, the process, the vision, how detailed he is, how he's going to do this compared with also how he's done it before, and all these things align to where they go, you know what? We trust that if we invest in this guy 90 days from now, here's the value that we're going to have. It's real value, and we believe in it. And you know what? Of course we'll pay 50% 50% extra because the value we're getting is worth it. And our second best option would just be somebody who can get the job done. How many of you are people who can just get the job done versus how many of you are the person that if I invest $100,000 in, you're going to make me a million dollars over the next year? Think about that. Who would Warren Buffett would pay $100,000, invest hundred grand to make a 10x return on investment? If you can do that, you can achieve the results that Alex achieve for himself and it, it is 1000% earned um, it sounds great you got to go do it and um, it's uh, it's just I, man I, when, when, you, when he told me he's got these two opportunities going on and he's uh, you know potentially it, it, he's thinking like a CEO and acting like an entrepreneur and that is you combine those two things together it doesn't matter if you've got industry experience it doesn't matter where you come from it's simply a matter of just building relationships, meeting with people, learning, asking questions, and solving problems, and showing them your leadership. Um, and and one, one, one thought to, to interject there, Kyle, if, you, if, I, if I may. Please. Uh, you know, I think it's probably worth um, mentioning that the initial offer on that particular engagement was not a lowball offer. It was, it was very um, compelling, probably um, even fair and equitable. Um, I, I will tell you, um, I had great confidence in, in, in doing that, and a lot of people uh, probably wouldn't, but I, but I knew um, I had a great product, and I believed in that product. I knew I could back it up, right? And again, going back to trusting the process, which I mentioned in the very beginning, had I not gone through and inter- internalized that and realized, well, I've, I've really done some amazing stuff here. I, I maybe didn't do a great job keep, keeping track of it and documenting it you know, for the, the eight or nine years that I was gainfully employed. But boy, when I went, sat down and went through that exercise and, and arrived at my end product, I knew I had something special. I knew I could back it up. I knew I could deliver a compelling case and, and compelling value. Um, and, and I trusted that, right? And um, so that, that resulted in a, in a great thing for me. There was, there was no counter to my counter. It was, yep, okay, that's agreeable, right? So, and, and I couldn't have done that without a great product and a great deal of confidence that I derived from that product and the, uh, trusting the process. Well, and it is it, having an opportunity to to work with you. It it, it absolutely is a great product, and uh, you know the packaging is nice. But when you actually take the packaging off, the product's even better. Um, and that's right, right. Uh, the, my favorite thing about the Alex product is is that we're not done, um, and there's right. more opportunities yeah, to create. And it's a you know continuous improvement. If you really want to do this right, you know think about how many people love what they do, been in great situations, corporate restructuring, mergers and acquisitions, different mm-hmm. leadership team. You may be in a great situation now, but tomorrow everything could change. And then, and then what? But today, you, you've actually got, for those of you who are gainfully employed, you've got some options. You have an option. The best time to create more options is when you have an option. It, and it really is just a few hours of effort each week, and, and it's a mindset. And um, I know Alex is, is pressed for time here. He's got to run briefly, but for, for anyone listening out there, Alex, whether they're um, perfectly happy, uh, whether they are uh, looking for a better position, whether they maybe were recently uh, let go through no fault of their own, whether they're looking to start a consulting business, whether they're looking to grow sales or become a better business development professional, um, or they're just looking for more career fulfillment and, and to be able to, to sharpen their skills, um, having gone through this process 
what can you share? What 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 are some words of wisdom that you might pass along to to people out there who 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 know that they're capable, like what you were saying earlier? Know that man, I'm I'm capable of doing something more. Um, I just need a, a a way to do it. What what would what would your message be for them? Yeah, you absolutely unequivocally will benefit from from these strategies, these tactics, and and the development of the skill set and, and mindsets that you get through Meet Your Gig. Um, it, it's not just a short term thing. Uh, if you invest and make it a way of life, it, it will it will differentiate um, you in the marketplace, but will it will also differentiate your future. I, I really believe that in a short short period of time, if you're executing and doing these things to, to your point, not, not just when, you know, maybe you're desperate for a job or you're looking for a new opportunity, but when you're, when you're happy and, and things are going great, doing this in the background is only, gonna, only going to let you test the market, see what's out there. Um, it's going to develop a, a great deal of inner confidence um, in, in your abilities and remind you just how special your package and value proposition um, is or can be. Um, but I would I, I would say that um, you need these skill sets. It's a necessity if you want to, you know, live a different life. If you want to grow your future, um, if you want to have options, fulfillment, and and uh, you know, abundance. If that's what you're after. Hey, and one other thing. Uh, this is uh, episode two of this podcast, and uh, last week we had uh, Carrie Stover, COO at Parivada Solutions, and. You can kind of hear a recurring theme in, in terms of totally, two totally different conversations, but the mindset um, of, of having a vision and uh, the little things that pay off for big results. And um, I, I just, uh, I, I, Carrie was, uh, was gracious to, to you know, share how, how you might be able to get in touch with him. And I wanted to afford you the same opportunity, Alex, because uh, there may be organizations out there that appreciate your approach to business. Um, there may be other folks out there who maybe w- would like to learn from from your story or, or just have you as a connection. Um, what, what would be the best way for people to learn more about Alex? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty accessible. Link, LinkedIn is, is probably a great way. Um, it's, it's LinkedIn, I think forward slash Alex Welk, A-L-E-X-W-E-L-K. Um, get in contact with me, connect. Um, I am a, a very active open networker um you know within the last couple months that's that's changed and um that's a, that's a great great way to, to access me and um, all my contact info uh is additionally there as well it's a good single point of, of, of reference well uh alex said you've been uh, very gracious with your time and it's been a pleasure to uh to collaborate with you to this point i've got a tremendous amount of respect for uh you know your leadership skills and your mindset and attitude and uh, learn many things from you, and uh, just uh, love love having the opportunity to share your story with others because it's a it, really a powerful and ongoing uh, journey. So um, thank you so much for your time, and uh, man, I, I can't wait to keep working with you. And uh, I know I know likewise, that, uh, likewise, your yeah. present employer and future employers, uh, this type of leadership you can't teach. Uh, but but it's it's uh, it's certainly trained and conditioned, and um, we appreciate you sharing your story today, Alex. Yeah, I appreciate it, and I appreciate all the help and continued support. Um, it's 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 been a great journey, and I uh, I really look forward to to continuing that with you. You know, nothing gives me greater satisfaction than being around true difference makers, the people with the courage, commitment, and persistence to transform vision into reality. I'm so proud of Alex, and I can't wait to see what he does next. And it really reminds me that there are two different types of people out there. There's those who create opportunities and those who wait for opportunities to fall into their lap. And I I can assure you that great companies invest in the people who create value. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're already a top performer. But ask yourself three questions. How effective are you at differentiating your problem-solving process, and return on investment from thousands of qualified peers with the same experience and education? How many influential business executives are you proactively meeting with each and every single month? And are you taking time to evaluate their goals, scope their challenges, and present solutions that articulate how you can take their business to the next level? Since 2015, our innovative approach has enabled a thousand plus purpose-driven business executives to generate 
a cumulative 20,000 plus meetings and interviews with C-level decision makers, earn 2,500 plus target jobs and clients, and boost income by over $12.5 million. Are you next? Take control of your career at meetyourgig.com. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, or SoundCloud channels. If you frequent LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, or Twitter, search Meet Your Gig and follow us for additional exclusive content. And finally, you can also browse our blog, register for our innovative newsletter, and enroll in our free career empowerment training at www.meetyourgig.com. Lastly, if you have any job search, client acquisition, or career fulfillment questions or topics that you'd like us to dive into, please email admin at meetyourgig.com and we'll do our best to share solutions on an upcoming episode. Until next time.